Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every live show on Wednesday, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. I am your host, Reesius, aka Reesio, but my parents call me Reese, which you can as well. Thank you for joining us. As always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Hello, everybody in chat. Hope you're having a great day. Thank you for joining me on this fine Wednesday. It's a lovely day here in Nevada. Uh, Pretty cool today, too. It's nice. But um, thanks for joining us. Let's jump in and talk about the big announcement that we have for this week and also what went on in the Wargaming, the Warhammer hobby in the past week. If I'm a little frazzled today, uh, bear with me. I got my 5G brain hookup uh, shot number two yesterday. So thanks, Bill Gates. Coming in loud and clear. And yes, the world is flat. Thank you for enlightening me. I don't know. I am I am a little bit of foggy brained today, but um, let's jump in and talk about that big announcement. And I am really excited to get my second shot. Oh baby, oh baby, we're going crazy soon as uh, as soon as it fully kicks in, which apparently takes two weeks. It's uh, going to the moon, not on Dogecoin, going down to the strip, and we're going to the moon the old-fashioned way. Can't wait. So, big announcement this week is Lone Star Open 2021 registration is open. So, if you are a 40K Express Pass holder, check your email. We fired it out to you first. We did not give as much of a ramp up for the 40K Express Pass holders as normal. That's because we were on such a tight timeline uh, going from Atlantic City Open to the Lone Star Open. We only had a couple of weeks. So, we were... Like, we, we literally finalized some of the events last night. So, apologize to the 40K Express Pass holders. Normally, you'll get more of a, uh, normally get more of a, a lead up than this. But we reserved enough tickets for every single one of you to get a shot at them. So, don't worry. If you're a 40K Express Pass holder, you're still going to be able to get a ticket. Um, but just make sure to check your email as soon as possible. For those of you who are a 40K Express, hold, Express Pass holder that really want to go to the um, Las Vegas team tournament, which the registration will open for next month. Keep your eye on your email. We're going to email you at the very beginning of May. You're going to get the first shot at those tickets. Those are going to go real quick, uh, probably in a day for the Las Vegas team tournament. So Lone Star Open 2021, super excited. Love Texas, love Texans. Some of my favorite people Planet Earth, Austin, Texas is one of my favorite cities. Um, I've actually been to a lot of places in Texas. I rode my bicycle across the state when I was on my attempt to ride a bicycle around the world. And I felt like I was in Texas for like a month because it's such a humongous state. But uh, it's in Allen, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas. It's in a really beautiful, like, it's an interesting like setup. Allen, Texas is kind of like an interesting little town outside of Dallas. There's a lot to do there. The, the convention center that we're at is huge, has a ton of room to grow. So really excited to kick this bad boy off. So interesting thing, Texas is kind of like freewheeling when it comes to uh, COVID restrictions. But we are going to act as if it is any other state in the United States in terms of our COVID um, precautions, just so that other people can come and feel safe and secure. If that changes from now until July, which it almost assuredly will, we'll probably uh, ease up on the restrictions as we go. However, we're planning on it being just like any other state in the in the union. 
So we're going to be having uh, social distancing and masks are going to be enforced. If you don't like it, too bad, so sad, your dad, don't come. Um, of course, we want everybody to come, but we, are, we, are, we don't want to be super clear about our stance on COVID and the Lone Star Open. Um, like I said, I'm pretty sure by July, things are going to chill out and that nationally, the restrictions are going to ease up because so many people are getting vaccinated so quickly in the United States. We're like up to almost 3 million people a day. So uh, for now, that's the way it's going to be. We're going to strictly enforce it. However, I'm willing to bet by the time we get to the event, things are going to be a lot more chilled out. Um, but for now, if for whatever reason, you feel like that's not jiving with the way you want to do things, no big deal. We'll see you next year or whatever. It's not a big deal. This thing's going to sell out really quick. So uh, not fun stuff out of the way. I guess one more point on that token. Uh, we have a really robust refund policy, which we've had in place forever, but it's been even more robust since COVID. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we're America is actually just crushing it on the vaccine game right now. Um, I'm pretty sure by July we're going to be fully back to normal in, in the whole country. I don't know, but I'm that's my guess. The uh, in the instance that something goes sideways and we do have to cancel the event, you can get uh, um, your full a full refund if it's canceled for something outside of our control like COVID. Uh, you can transfer it to the next year, or you can use all the money in the web cart as store credit. If you just want to do a normal refund because you decide you don't want to go or what or life happens or or whatever, you just can't make it. Um, we do have a service fee for a, a cash refund up until uh, four weeks before the event, or you can transfer your ticket to another party up until a week before the event. So that's all that stuff out of the way. Uh, let's talk about the fun part of the event because that's way more exciting than talking about all this other stuff. The, uh, this is going to be a super major for 40K for Age Sigmar. We have some absolute top-notch Star Wars event organizers coming in for X-Wing Legion and Armada. These are some of like the big dogs in their community. We're really excited to work with them. They're expecting triple-digit attendance for some of these events, especially X-Wing. So if you want to go for X-Wing Legion or Armada, please grab a ticket. We would have more events, but that's all that we can hold right now doing social distancing. However, I'm pretty confident we're going to be able to add some more events. I'd love to get Marvel Crisis Protocol in there and some other really fun events. But for now, we're playing it safe because our attendee safety is our number one concern. Whenever we're running an event, that's more important than anything else. So we're at kind of max, max theoretical capacity with what we have. Um, but jump in there. Grab an X-Wing ticket. We've got some absolute killers in the industry coming in. It's super exciting uh, for that. Legion's going to go quick and probably Armada as well. We are adding some secondary side events for those events. They're not in the cart yet, but they will be probably by the end of the day today. Um, we were just we were under the gun to get everything ready because, uh, because we're playing catch-up with COVID. We literally have to do a registration for an event every month for the next eight months. So it's like... We're like, our heads are spinning, trying to get everything ready to go from like nothing to full steam, uh, basically in a couple of weeks. So bear with us on that, but it is exciting. I don't mind uh, Kicker and everybody was up till midnight last night trying to get everything ready. And then again, up at 6 a.m. this morning, trying to like get everything ready. So I don't mind because it means we get to go back to playing events. Super stoked. Don't mind uh, missing a little bit of sleep to do that. So really exciting. 
Um, Atlantic City Open, 40K Champs sold out in under a week. Uh, same size event, 256. If you want to grab a ticket, I would really recommend not waiting. Jump in there and get it. The last one sold out really quick. I imagine this one's probably going to be on the same sort of a pattern because uh, the event's almost identical in scope and scale to the ACO. So I wouldn't wait. Jump in there, grab a ticket. Like I said, we have a really robust refund policy. You can transfer the ticket to a buddy up until a week before the event, no questions asked. So easy peasy. Can't wait to see everybody. Beautiful venue. Really, really cool. Tons of stuff to do. Lots of restaurants and all. Like it's like a little mini town. It's really interesting. Um, the way that, that that Allen, Texas is set up. And again, like I said, the convention center has so much room to grow. So this event can be a, a dinger. It can be really big in time. Can't wait. Can't wait to see everybody. Come on out. Lone Star Open. Insert Texas joke. I can't think of one because I'm tired. Um, but really, really excited to get another one up and running. So in other news, that's a lot less exciting and actually really infuriating. Um, if you're a customer or us or any of the other um, people that were trying to get a warm request, Curse City, what a debacle that was. So I'm going to do my best to maintain a professional demeanor um, on this. Uh, th this was a very extraordinarily frustrating experience for us um, and for a lot of customers too. So trying to approach this in the most fair and professional way possible, I'll just give the facts of what happened and I'll leave my opinions on it um, for a discussion for another day. Basically what happened with Warhammer Quest Cruise City, we were initially told we were gonna get eight. That sucks, whatever, um, you know, we can deal with that. The demand was through the roof for it uh, a week before or a week and a half, two weeks before we were going to start selling them. Uh, Games Workshop told us we could get dramatically more than that. We said, cool, we'll take as many as we can get, paid for them. A week goes by when we're supposed to be getting our shipment the next day to ship out to our customers and we sold every single one of the number that we got they then said, oh, you got eight. So we were unable to fulfill 95% of our orders, which we had already paid for. Our customers had already paid for it. And then a day before we we're supposed to get our shipment, we're told you're getting 120th of what you paid for. It's extraordinarily frustrating. Now we look bad because we have to go to our customers and tell them they're not getting it. When you know, a week goes by before we're even alerted to this, um, so now we're issuing refund. It screws up our cash flow situation. Uh, and of course it was sold out with Games Workshop. So a lot of the customers couldn't even get them. It was a mess. Like, uh, not to, not to be overly harsh. Um, but it, it's extremely, extremely frustrating for us, for our customers. Um, I don't understand how a company this big has such poor inventory management software. I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I'm not there. I'm sure that they have, they didn't want it to go the way they did to be fair to them. I'm sure that they're frustrated and that they're upset with how much of a, how much it, uh, of a controversy it caused. So I'm trying to be fair to them, but we got left holding the bag big time. 
and I don't know what to say. So I'm really sorry that uh, anybody who trusted us to get it, we were working in good faith. We literally paid for every single one of them. Still haven't gotten any of our money back. Sick. So not a fun week. Not a fun week for us in that regard at all. Um, to anybody that tried to get one, I hope you did. Um, obviously, I was super excited to get one for myself. That's not happening. Of course, we fulfilled as many customer orders as we could. So fun, fun times. But enough said about that. Let's move on to something else because uh, I'm still pretty upset about the way that that went down. Uh, Lord Croak is coming back to Age of Sigmar and he looks amazing. Um, can't wait to uh, see it on the tabletop. Brilliant model, cool backstory, uh, bodes well for the future of the Seraphon faction if you are a Seraphon player. Um, Pablo, can we scroll down on the notes? My friend, thank you. Uh, looks absolutely amazing. So look very kind of like a little bit of a Necron feel to it, in my opinion, but uh, beautiful, beautiful model. Hopefully we get more than two to sell. Uh, and on, on the same token, Bellacore is coming up this weekend. Astounding model. Who knows if anybody's actually going to be able to get one. Hopefully we do. But uh, astoundingly beautiful model. Going to be uh, really good on the tabletop. The rules that they previewed look incredible. And that's going to be, of course, available for Age of Sigmar and 40k. Also, we got a new uh, Sisters of Battle model. This one is called the Sacros Celestine Sacrosaint. And uh, a melee unit with a halberd and a shield. Badass. Reminds me of like uh, kind of like the 14th century um, uh, soldier that you would have seen in that period of time, like the Swiss Guard, although they didn't usually use shields. But still, super duper badass. Love the model. I uh, can't wait to see them on the tabletop. We got a preview of weapon upgrades for Admech. Caused quite a kerfluffle on the internet, but when, when does it not? Uh, that's what the internet is for, is to express outrage over things that are really not that big of a deal. But um, also to look at cat videos, if you're me. But uh, this is a significant upgrade. I'm personally fine with it because a lot of the Admech, just a lot of the basic weapons in 40k are crappy. And I always thought that that was dumb because in the lore, they're like, like a bolter was like, it's a rapid fire grenade launcher, right? And then in the game forever, they were terrible. Like there was like an afterthought to even shoot them or like a las gun. Like in the lore, a las gun can shoot through concrete. And in the game, it's like half the time people don't even shoot them because it's like a waste of time. So I, I like seeing the weapons getting better, the, the basic sidearms, because they're supposed to be super strong. Um, the arc rifle was the one that caused the most, I don't know, uproar i guess because they're really really good against vehicles and in this case i actually agree with some of the criticism um you know a weapon that jumps up to strength six ap2 d3 damage that does a flat three against vehicles you know his wounds on a four that is pretty strong um vehicles already aren't that great you don't see them very frequently in 40k and you haven't since i mean honestly not since fifth edition so I, I do agree with the criticism specifically on this one. The other one was that the LAS, um, the LAS Ballista or whatever the heck it's called is going to D3 plus three damage, which in my opinion, that LAS cannon should have always done that much damage. That's That reflects how powerful they're supposed to be. Um, and a lot of the criticism was, uh, oh, it's an infantry edition and this is why. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, 
the, the game is better when there's lots of vehicles, not only because they look cool, but because the game speeds up dramatically. One of the reasons why 5th edition was such a fast edition, we literally had two-hour rounds, right? And, like, you had time, you finished with time to spare. Um, one of the reasons why is because it was a mech edition, right? So, like, in the, in the beginning, like, two turns of the game, you're only moving five models. And, like, it looked cooler, and you had lots of transport vehicles. Um, you also had less models on the table, but... To me, like, one of the biggest drawbacks of the game is how long it takes to play. The solution is to play with less models, which if you make transport vehicles and vehicles and monsters better, you're going to take them there, you know, ergo you have less infantry. So I do hope that they figure out a way to thread the needle and to make, you know, transport vehicles and vehicles and monsters more appealing. And like knights, knights really struggle. Um, if you do that, games will go faster. And that, to me, is one of the biggest drawbacks of 8th, 9th edition 40K, which in general are by a mile the most popular editions of the game ever. So clearly there's more going right than wrong, but I would really like to see that that happen. Um, how you do it, there's a lot of different mechanical mechanics ways to do it, but I, I really think fundamentally they have to have a different... There has to be a different mechanic than just wounds and toughness and such. Because then, yeah, otherwise you just have to give them like a million wounds, and then it's, I don't know, it gets weird. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. So I, I agree that some of these criticisms are are, are fair. Um, and that if you have an infantry-heavy edition, the game is just going to take a lot longer to play. It's just, just the way it is. All right, let's take a look at the ITC, see what's going on. And then in the chat, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too as well. Um, let's take a look. Of course, if you want to see what's going on, uh, what uh, upcoming events there are, for 40k age of sigmar underworlds and kill team you can head on over to frontline gaming go to the itc tab and look at the calendar of events you can also just go over to best coast pairing see the same thing and see what events are coming on now that we're coming back to life here in most places uh tomodachi expresses it really just depends on the rules and points the re the weapons look good in a vacuum but we'll see yeah in, in regards to the ad mech of course if they're really expensive they may not be so good but just on paper they do look really strong um You'll have to see about that, but looking good so far. All right, uh, let's look at the top placings in 40K. Top four for GT Plus level events last weekend. We only had one, uh, and it went, and this was in Australia, so they have an upside-down meta. You have to take that into account. Uh, Drakari took first, bodes well for the new book. Necron second, Dark Angels third, Space Wolves fourth. I went and looked at the Space Wolf list, so I was like, huh, the... Uh, generally speaking, people consider Space Wolves to be weak. And it was like what I would call an out of the middle of the book, out of the middle of the Codex army, where it's just like a little bit of everything. Thunder Wolves, Grey Hunters, some characters. I thought it was really cool. Um, interesting to see that list do so well. But um, that was it. That was all our top fours for the past weekend as we kind of come back to life here. Uh, let's take a look at the current top 10 competitive track for 40k ITC. TJ Lanigan moves into first place, displacing Ryan Snyder, who is in second. Mate Cesar, Cesar, or Mate Cesar, I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name, I apologize, is in third. Jeremiah Pettit in fourth, and Stephen Henry the fourth in fifth. Hobby track, Rick Hill is in first place, Nicholas Wanker in second, JT Steiger in third, Sean Masto in fourth, Nick Hendricks in fifth. 
Age of Sigmar competitive track top five. We got Anthony Trentinelli in first. Jared Neiman moves into second. Nate Trentinelli in third. Matt Abbott in fourth. Samuel Valdez in fifth. Hobby track AOS. Brandon Dominguez in first. Matt Abbott in first. Nick Garcia in first. Noah Aquino in first. And Pablo Barca in first. How is this possible? Because we have a 10-way tie for first place right now. <laughs> if you play Age of Sigmar, make sure your TO submits results to the hobby track so you can get recognized for those beautiful, beautiful paint jobs. Kill Team, current top five. The Spaniards continue to dominate. Alvaro Lorenzo in first, Fernando Marcos in second, Saul Perez Nunez in third, Arturo Sancho in fourth, and Adon Gunak in fifth. Well done. Check out some of these lovely commissions from the Frontline Gaming Paint Studio. Check us out for your next commission if you don't have time or you're not artistically inclined or you're just being lazy. You can have us paint your models for you. We do a hell of a job and you help keep almost 20 artists or over 20 artists uh, with money coming into their pockets. So you're supporting some local artists as well. Tomodachi Express, yeah. Age of Sigmar armies are always super well painted, I agree. Love it. Corcomorcos, yeah, it's a 10-way tie, just hilariously because um, there hasn't been a lot of events submitted. And for whatever reason, everybody got the same score at this event. Who knows? But um, it'll even out as um, as we go and we get more event submissions. Uh, Tomodachi Express, yeah, you can use store credit uh, from secondhand shop models. Or like if you have store credit from a ticket refund or whatever, you can apply it to a, a FLG Paint Studio um, commission. So if you have old models, you can send them into the secondhand shop and then use it to pay for a paint commission. That's um, a really cool way to, to recycle your old models into new painted models. Fire any more questions my way. If you got them, can't wait to see everybody at Lone Star Open. It's going to be fun. Atlantic City Open's coming up really soon. That's going to be a blast. First Super Major post-Plague, um, 256, with a waiting list as well. Yeah, those those Blood Bowl teams are hilarious, Kicker. And then, uh, of course, the Snotlings are always the most fun. All right. Well, quiet week this week, but that's okay. I'm pretty dang tired. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Signals from the Frontline. We hope you enjoyed it. Get in there, grab those tickets for uh, uh, Lost the Lone Star Open. And, of course, we still have our promotion going for Lava 2, if you wanted to grab one of those. All right, everybody, if you want to get more information about any of our events, please be sure to join the Frontline Gaming Community page on Facebook. That is the best way to get real-time information about everything we're doing. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, for, for joining us. I'm getting a little woozy. <laughs> uh, have a great week, and we will talk to you all next week.